say what? Make some noise! So, do you know when we were recording last night? Because mm. obviously we were a little late. But is it? No, a little late. I fuck, it was the script. The script fucking had me. Oh, that script. You saw that had me frustrated the fuck for yeah. about two days. Because I just... They were, I thought it was going to be a shorter episode than the first one. And it turned out to be longer. And it was just... It just kept coming at me. And every time I thought I was nearing the end of the story, there was more story. And then the same thing happened the week before. But it just happened more this time. And it was like I couldn't follow the normal movie timeline. Mm-hmm. And then I was taken from the book. And I was taken from the original book version and i was taking from the director's cut and all three are very fucking different yeah yeah and their years are all over the place yeah so i'm trying to fucking work out what year is what and then i'm just trying to remember what did i say last year was the year yeah i remember I, you so had, I had to try that. and figure it out from mm. that mm. because like even in the fucking the original movie the original uh exodus tree Mm. They keep going on about it being 15 years since Karis uh, had died. But it, it had been like something like 18 or 19 years by just the timeline. by just, Because it was the, in 1990 at that point. And it was just, it was like they were kind of going off the book, but not with the times that were, with the technologies. Yeah, I get that. Because the book came out in like 83. Yeah. And then the endings are so fucking drastically different. Mm. I am happy to say I managed to fit all three of them into the R ending. He did a good job at that. But, I mean, they're all so drastically different and it's crazy. And then there was the big problem of, I realized, because of the type of story we're telling, that the Gemini killer had to be the centerpiece and I had to have his backstory. Mm -hmm. And there was no fucking backstory. (laughs) About all there is about him in the book and the movies is that his father was an alcoholic preacher and he had a brother who died. Okay. That's it. Full so you stop. had to give him his backstory. Oh, yeah. I had to fucking yeah. create all that. And I was kind of going off of bits and pieces. Like, you know, that Gemini was inspired by the Zodiac. You know, mm. The character Gemini was it was inspired by the Zodiac killer. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, all right, well, let's see what I can play off of there. Mm. which led me to the Zodiac Wikipedia page. Now, I know everything about what everybody else knows about the Zodiac. Yeah. What I was surprised at is the amount of other killings he suspected of. Because he, he claimed 30, hang on, he claimed 37 kills okay. in letters to police. Yeah, yeah. But... He uh, only is confirmed five, and I think two two got away. It was like seven victims to survive, kind of thing. Because there was, yeah. I think one of them, one of the shootings that one of them survived, and in when the two were stabbed, tied up by the lake and stabbed, one of them the, survived. Uh, the, the man yeah. survived there. So, but um, the amount of ones he was suspected of, and then since the Gemini had to be all fucking. You know, astrological and stuff like that. Mm. And I looked at the zodiac killings, and then there was the, these what are they, the astrological murders that he suspected of. Yeah, and they were the women I rattled off as the, the Gemini victims. Yeah. 
No, I felt a little bit guilty about that. You know, using their names for a fucking fictional story. But at the same time, I knew I was going to be coming over here afterwards and be able to explain the inspiration and maybe shed a bit of light and fucking more of what the Zodiac actually fucking did. Yeah. I think he, because, he glorified a little bit. Zodiac? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Do you know? Yeah. Uh, just to fucking show what he was actually fucking, what he could, could have been doing. Mm. He suspected of doing. Yeah. And I mean, we went through that list and it felt like it went down for fucking ever. Yeah, good while, all right. And I was trying to go fast, just to just knock him out, just go through and go through and go through and go through and go through. Mm. It was like, yeah, I, I, you don't want to be, especially when you know the real, especially when we're trying to do something. But we always said that we were going to like sprinkle in little bits of fucking real here and there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's huge chunks about Zodiac and Arthur. I keep calling him Arthur Allen Lee. For so, it's Arthur Lee Allen. Yeah. And I, but uh, I just, I don't know. It sounds more Alan natural the other way. There is somebody Alan Lee. It's crazy though. Like he is massively suspected, but all evidence has proven that it is not him. <laughs> so no. So DNA and handwriting analysis have like ruled him out of being the Zodiac killer, but circumstantial evidence keeps showing up because he has the same typewriter, uses the same font. How many people had the same typewriter? This was, the I think it was an old school kind of very specific typewriter or, or whatever. He had the Zodiac watch. He had made comments before the the killings that were very similar to what happened in the killings. Like he told a friend that uh, he he liked to uh, tape a flashlight to his his handgun mm. for hunting and stuff like that. Why are you hunting with a handgun? He's gone, whatever. Okay. But the Zodiac, that, that, that's a big thing they said about the Zodiac. Now, I don't know how they know that. Because I only realised that today. Do you know the way I say sometimes when we're doing our stories that I have to remember that sometimes the stuff we see in the movies, if it's a true crime scenario, I'm not supposed to have seen, so I can't include it in yeah, what we're yeah. talking about. The Zodiac movie shows him with the flashlight mm. and the, the thing. Nobody fucking knows if he had the flashlight on the end of his fucking gun. Because the people that were there, they, oh, there was one survivor. There was one survivor. Oh, so and like, did they not mention the flashlight? I thought that was something that but, was specifically um, mentioned. Well, no, but it was mentioned because Arthur Lee Allen. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, he had said it to a friend. Mm. Remember I said it in the episode last night that the friend got investigated as well eventually for fucking claiming, for, for being the person to, to give the tip. Yeah, they thought they, he might be deflecting, mm. you know, and I don't know. I just I'd love to get it. I'd love to. It's kind of like the alien situation. You'd love to get a hold of an FBI guy, sit him down, and just get him to tell you the truth about the situation. What do they know? How close are they? How likely are the, F- sure is the are FBI they? guy to tell you? Like, do you know how sure mm. are they? Do you know? Oh yeah. Oh, of who it was because like if you ask the cops that were involved with the case, they will tell you like their gut. Was telling them. I mean, like, um, there was one guy I was reading a quote. I think Mark Ruffalo played him in the movie, and he said he spent time with the the real guy. Yeah. And that the real guy said, "I knew as soon as he walked in the door into the room for the first time, and I realized, and then he was the Zodiac killer." Do you but know then, how like, so somebody like, else has to be writing the or licking the. The stamps, which made, doesn't make sense because they wouldn't have been worrying about DNA at the time. But do you think maybe he had something wrong with his mouth or anything like that? Or maybe he didn't like I the taste know. of the, 
clue. Back in those days, wouldn't they have like uh, when posting was more of a thing? Yeah, didn't I remember they have like those um, kind of sponging. Yeah, yeah I, I forgot they that. had those in the post offices. That's where you'd see yeah. them. Yeah, they just like fucking dab it into the fucking. I sponge didn't like that. I thought of putting your thumb into my sponge. Every <laughs> no, I like it. Well, um, imagine that in COVID, there'd be an uproar. Fucking hell, yeah. But he was known for, I mean, there's like, I'm counting here, one, two, three, four, five, six murders, then there's, there's six murders, then there is Cherry, Cherry Joe Bates, which seems to be a big fucking thing in itself. Oh, hang on, let me have a look at this one. On October 30th, 1966, Cherry Joe Bates, an 18-year-old student at Riverside City College, spent the evening at the campus library annex until it closed at 9 p.m. Neighbours reported hearing a scream around 10.30pm. Bates was found dead the next morning, a short distance from the library, between two abandoned houses slated to be demolished for campus renovations. She had been brutally beaten and stabbed to death. The wires in her Volkswagen distributor cap had been pulled out. A man's Timex watch was with a torn wristband was found nearby. No way is it going to be a Zodiac watch. Mm-hmm. The watch had stopped at 12.24, but police believe that the attack may have cur- occurred much earlier. They don't say anything about the fucking watch, um, okay, one month later, on November 29th, nearly identical typewritten letters were mailed to the Riverside Police and the Riverside Press Enterprise titled The Confession. The author claimed responsibility for the Bates murder, providing details of the crime that were not released to the public. The author warned that Bates is not the first and she will not be the last. In December 1966, a poem was discovered carved into the bottom side of a desktop in the RCC library titled Sick of Living, Unwilling to Die. The poem's language and handwritten and handwriting resembled that of the Zodiac's letters. It was signed with what were assumed to be the initials R.H., during the nineteen seventy investigation, Sherwood Morrill, California's top questions documents examiner, uh, expressed his opinion that the poem was written by the Zodiac. So fuck me, that's could R H actually have been R M? Which would be what? Richard Marshall. Is that a suspect? Yeah. Maybe. Because an M done the right way, like my mom's, and the way I do my M, sometimes if I do them wrong, they look like a capital H. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. yeah, but they have them as um, they have them as lowercase here. Oh, both letters. But um, shit was. A, do you know what I found creepy? All right, though, when I was reading his letters earlier on, mm. and there was one, and Hannah, I'll see if I can get it up. Uh, letters and ciphers. It's yeah, it's this one, and he's giving details, and it, it, the thought of it fucking was so creepy that. These details are so specific that he had to stop and look around and take stock of all these details just so that he could put them in his letter later. Like, So uh, it says, hang on now. Uh, Dear editor, this is the murderer of the two teenagers last Christmas at Lake Herman and the girl on the 4th of July near the golf course in Vallejo. To prove I killed them, I shall state some facts which only I and the police know. Christmas, the brand name of Amo Super X. 
the 10 shots were fired. The boy. Sorry, I can barely fucking read this. His handwriting is terrible. The boy was on his back with his feet to the to the car. The girl was on her right side, feet to the west. I mean, remembering details like that. So long after. Um, the 4th of July, one uh, girl was wearing patterned slacks. Boy was also shot in the knee. And then I can't read the bottom of it. It just becomes fucking completely illegible, but... I, for some reason, found it creepy that he stopped and took stock of all those fucking details, do you know? So, feet were to the west? Huh? So the feet were to the west, is that what he said? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Because I know in the first case, the, like, he shot the boy, and then the girl started to run away, and he shot her down as she was running. Okay. And then got in the car and drove off. Okay. So, yeah. Fucked up guy. hmm I would love to know who it was, but, um... Did you look up the you looked up the ciphers, didn't you? Because there's four and two of them are um decrypted, isn't it? One of them I can't find. But the the one that was cracked during lockdown, this guy in Australia, yeah. he was kind of bored during lockdown, so he said he'd take a bash at us. But he was no, he was obviously experienced because what he what he these formulas and and all these computer programs that he was using. So um, he he was watching some YouTube video basically that was looking at the Zodiac Killer's three hundred and forty character cipher, and that's when he ended up cracking. And um, so basically, they had to use it was it was. So basically, it was it was called a, a transposition cipher. So what it did was it would scramble the position of characters without changing the characters themselves. And when you look at all these graphs that they've done out and how many, like what, what, all these different ways, like through the way the Japanese would read, like different direction to read it, to we do. So like one of them, they'd have like right to left, left to right, alternating like top to bottom and then spiraling outwards and spiraling inwards. And then once they got that right, then they'd do another one. I don't really understand this one. It's a substitution cipher. And then that would, it would, it was a method of encrypting in which units of plain text are replaced with cipher text in a defined manner. It's mind-boggling. It's mind-boggling. But I always think of your man from a beautiful mind when I when I'm like looking at things like that, and it's how he was able to just do all that in his head without fucking thinking. I was gonna say. I mean, this uh, they they blame Arthur Lee Allen for it. But mm. as far as I know, for most of the time, that guy had a job. I don't know if you had time to, <laughs> to, to work on something like a cipher if you worked oh, at a normal job. It seems like... But, like, they were, what they were going through, like, and it, it wasn't just, like, patterns like that spiraling out or inspiring inwards. It was, like, half the line, like, they'd split it up, like, so, say, reading downwards, they might take, like, a passage from the last line reading downwards and put that at the very top of the first line reading downwards and, and then they bring did, it over. What did it say? Oh, I'll get to that now. Two seconds. That's the most important thing. I hope you are having a lots of fun in trying to catch me. That wasn't me on the TV show, which brings up a point about me. I am not afraid of the gas chamber because it will send me to paradise all the sooner because I now have enough slaves to work for me where everyone else has nothing when they reach paradise. So they are afraid of death. I am not afraid because I know that my new life is life will be an easy one in paradise death. The last sounds a bit jumbled, like he lost his train of thought yeah. and tried to collect that. That's crazy, because, I mean, that's, what, 2020? 
Yeah. And that was, so obviously he expected them to break that a lot earlier because when he says that wasn't me on the TV, if anyone had seen the Zodiac movie will know that scene. It's uh, Robert Downey Jr. is in that movie, isn't he? I thought it was your man from Grey's Anatomy. And anyway, they're on the TV and uh, the the Zodiac rings in and uh, he's talking to him. It's really creepy to listen to. Because at the time they believed it was the Zodiac, mm, mm. but it wasn't. It was a mental patient. And they know that for a fact. Oh, and this, yeah, this mental patient couldn't have been the Zodiac. No, it got traced back. It was 100% not him. Um, but fucking, yeah. So, I mean, like, he must have thought they were going to crack that a lot quicker. No, because he had, like, he came out again with a normal letter and said, that's not me on the fucking TV. But, um,. Yeah. And for some reason, he was insistent on people starting to wearing pins. Do you know his zodiac symbol? He wanted everybody wearing uh, little badges. Uh, and then would you be safe? Uh, I, I, I assume so. I assume that was the idea. But uh, when he talks then about, you know, not being afraid of death because of, uh, he'd go to paradise and all that stuff. Yeah. He believed that was part of the thing as well in his letters. He believed that when he killed somebody... That mur- if you murder somebody in this life, you take someone's life in this life, in this world. Okay. Yeah. They become your slave in, yeah, in paradise in the next yeah. life. Yeah. So in his eyes, he claimed to have killed 37 people. So he had 37 slaves we- waiting for him Why in paradise. Why do you need that money? <laughs> You're asking for logic from a... <laughs> it was just a pause. Just a thought, like this seems a bit much. Oh, excessive, is it? Yeah. Well, no, I don't mean if you're going to do it. Like, I mean, one or two is fine. Fuck me. You know what I mean? Seven greedy, (laughs) greedy is what you're at. But but how much? How much do you have to do in death? That you need thirty-seven. We don't know how we get there. I'd be better safe than sorry, huh? All right, now look, see. <laughs> oh Christ! But yeah, he believed that that was a part of the the the, the letters he'd send was you know that he'd have uh, these slaves in paradise. Ew. So it's yeah. very like oh no, except they didn't. Well, the Egyptians did. Huh? The Egyptians did that. There's a good few cultures, yeah. And yeah, you'd see it with the Vikings. Yeah. They, they, you know, when a when a higher up uh, member of the, the the community died. Yeah. They usually send a slave to death with him. They're all queuing up to go. Yeah, remember in Vikings, she'd mm. go around, she'd fucking ride half the fucking village, and then they'd uh, throw onto the. Doesn't seem like a fair exchange. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with someone where the, the other elders of the fucking village, like, so it was literally go bang all the old guys and then hop on that boat, we're going to kill you. <laughs> And after, uh, and I wouldn't mind. It's not that you're going off to heaven. You are going. Uh, you are a slave going to heaven to be, or to Valhalla to be a slave for this guy again. But I think it's going to be a bit cushier for you again because, <laughs> Joe. Right, like if if, if somebody else is getting like a step up, are you getting a step up? I have no idea. I think you're still just a slave at the end of the day, aren't you? Yeah, it's still not worth that. <laughs> But they'd be queuing up for it. They'd be no, happy I know, yeah, back then. Yeah. I, you know, was... The one that did it in Vikings was scary looking. Oh, the the, the, the priestess kind yeah, of woman. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, she was... Creepy. Yeah, she looked like she came out of a Marilyn Manson video or something. Dead or was it Kind of looked like the nun, uh, like she could have been the nun or something. And I, I haven't watched that movie yet. She looked like she was scarier than the nun. 
Oh, do you know what else we were talking about yesterday as well? Mm. Yeah, I, I think we can talk about it more here. Was oh, and it was because I had a little bit of an idea as well. Why are you looking at it? Because I think I found the second cipher. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this one was solved, though, in, in 1969. Yeah, yeah, there's two solved. One was solved pretty early. Oh, yeah, okay. I like killing people because it's so much fun. It's more fun than killing wild game in the forest because man is the most dangerous animal of all to kill. Oh, yeah, I've heard Yeah. Story. But that was another thing as well that Arthur Lee Allen had said. Yeah. To his friend was uh, how uh, it would be exciting to hunt man and how he loved that book that that comes from. Yeah, he says here it's better than getting your rocks off with a girl. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've read yeah. that one before. I, I can see that's why I couldn't find it. I thought the two of them were signed, were were um uh, done recently, like the two of them. Were no, 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 no. I think they cracked one pretty. Oh, yeah, one was handy. he obviously learned it best, and that was nineteen sixty nine when that one was cracked. That's off in the middle of his. But they're, they're, like that's the thing though, there there's communication like up until like seventy four, seventy five with him, like you know. Mm-hmm. Well, if it was really him, I mean, obviously there was a bunch of crazies as well. They were just. Queuing up as well. Ringing in, sending letters, all that kind of shit. Anyway, we were talking as well yesterday. And I said we we couldn't really get deep into it yesterday. Because like I said, there was a lot of story there to tell already. Mm. But we started talking about OJ. And I was walking around Uh town today. And I had like a a thought that just crossed my mind, right? Mm. Because we do our kind of whole horror verse thing. Where we take fake crimes and we discuss them as if they're true Why do the book? That's what I was thinking. <laughs> do we ta- do we take or can OJ get tick about it when we're like, well, you're claiming it's fake. So I mean, we take fake crimes and we talk about them as if they're real, and then we. So get if he gets of- tick about it, it's basically an admission. Yep, exactly. We have caught. We OJ. could catch OJ. <laughs> <laughs> take that. We can't publish this now. I mean, this this can't go out. What if OJ hears it? <laughs> I'm pretty. Yeah, that'd be fine. But what do you think of that theory, the theory of that it being his son? That you know, I, I said I'd explain that a little better to you. So what it was was, first of all, there was um the hat. So do you know like the woolly hat? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, there, there was a hat, and the that was part of the DNA was there was um hair phone in the hat. That matched OJ, but could obviously could also match his son, who mm-hmm. was known to wear this fucking style of hat a lot. And the, the theory was that Nicole Brown Simpson was supposed to come. His son had kind of, uh, he was unstable. He had okay. mental health issues yeah. and he was on medication. Uh, but he had like uh, gotten, had made a bit of a career for himself as a chef and he was doing pretty well for himself. And his restaurant that he mm-hmm. worked in was doing pretty good for itself. Mm-hmm. And Michelle Brown Simpson was supposed to co- go to the restaurant with her parents that night. Okay. But she cancelled <laughs> last minute at the reservation and went somewhere else. And he, apparently, this is the theory, that he got the hump about it. Got fucking shitty about it, fucking snapped. And if you're to believe OJ's book, mm. it would seem like he went to OJ and fucking was in a rage and kind of convinced, uh, told OJ he was going over there and OJ said he'd go with him to try and keep him calm and all that stuff. But OJ yeah. couldn't stop him from doing what he did and all this stuff. But he was there. So OJ kind of in the book pretty much admits to being there, uh, there but not being not- involved. Okay. Um, it's, it's it's a weird thing because like most of that book, 
he is admitting that this is actually what happened. And then he gets to this point in the book, and it is literally... Um, Backtrack? No, no, the, the point in the book is literally the decision to go to Nicole Brown's house, and, and, and from there on in the murder that happened. That, at that point in the book, he pretty much kind of says, like, it's... Uh, no, this part is that if I were, if it ha- if did happen, this is how it might have happened. And suddenly there's like this wacky fucking character that gets involved. They, like, this is the person that's supposed to have done it. Uh, and, and it's, I can't even remember the name of the person, but I remember feeling like it was just a very fucking strange alias for somebody. And I think it was like Fred or something. Like, I was just so random. And, um, it's like we went over to the house and then we couldn't keep him calm and everything went kind of black and fucking, you know, I went into the car and the next thing he comes back to the car and he's freaking out and he's telling me to drive and it's, it's such a fucked up story. Yeah, yeah. It is like fucking the most fucked up. But yeah, anyway, the theory is that his son flipped out and did the, did the killing and that OJ was covering up from after that. Okay. And that the reason it, it, they've never found the son because OJ is the only one that knows and he won't give in and won't tell of because yeah, it's he's it's trying fun. to protect his right. son. Do you know? And and the son was from the previous marriage. Okay. So, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, when I read it, when I heard the theory first and I really read into it, it made a lot of sense. Mm. Yeah. It really did. Like It made a fuckload of sense. No, that would still mean OJ be guilty as fuck. Oh, yeah. Do you know? Yeah. It just means the two of them were, we're guilty as fuck. And two would make a lot more sense considering OJ didn't have a fucking scratch on him and he took down these two people fairly fucking brutally. Oh, I mean, well, Amy, yeah. I don't know if you, was big enough, yeah. Have you ever really listened to the details of that, of that killing? A tiny bit, yeah. It's fucking brutal. Mm. He nearly took her head I off. Know. Uh-huh. Do you know? Yeah. And then there was this theory that... um. That it was this other serial killer that did it. This other serial killer started admitting to it, saying he did it. And I think there was some link to it that he had painted. He was like he was electrician or a painting. Yeah, he was a painting contractor, I think, or working for a painting contractor. I think they did do work on Nicole Brown Simpson's house at one point. Well, that's kind of. Uh, but then his brother came out and said that he was a notorious fucking liar. <laughs> and I believe <laughs> that he was nowhere near the fucking house. Uh, so that kind of got disproven straight off the bat. Yeah. <laughs> sake. It's like, he's a serial killer piece of shit. Don't believe him. <laughs> you know, he was here with me. But fucking, yeah. And like we said, it, we said it in the main show, if, if that OJ case happened today, he's going to jail. Absolutely. Because the DNA would tell it, but they were just, they didn't understand DNA back no. then, and it was confusing, and it was, they, 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 his defense took advantage of the fact that it was still unknown and confusing. Yeah. Do you know? Oh, yeah. Whereas now, a jury hears, we have DNA evidence, like, and you don't really done. have to explain it to them anymore. Yeah. It's just like, we have DNA evidence, his semen was there, his fucking saliva was there, his hair was there. It was like, okay. Well, once you've said that and the court is happy that, that that's the truth, well, then the jury's just going to accept that's the truth. Exactly. And you're guilty. Yeah. In case closed, yeah. right, you yeah. know? Because you can't fucking... You can't, like... You can't you argue can't against... DNA, yeah, like, you can't yeah. argue against DNA yeah. evidence, you know? Yeah. Unless there was a mistake in it. 
Or, yeah, unless you can say why it was there. Unless yeah. you have a genuine reason for why it was there and you can prove that it was there before the crime yeah. Or, yeah. or whatever, you know. But I fucking think that. Happier news we're looking at and we saw that there is a new Frankenstein coming. And that was just on the tale of us watching Bride of Frankenstein and Son of mm-hmm. Frankenstein last, last Saturday. Week, last, yeah, last weekend. I'd never seen him. I'd seen the original Frankenstein. I I'd never them. seen Bride and Son I was the same, yeah. I don't know what I was expecting going into Son of Frankenstein. I, I, I don't know why, but for some fucking reason... Because the son, I know now that it was Fra- Dr. Frankenstein's older son, like our age son, mm-hmm. who was moving in there. But when they first moved there and he had the little kid with Oh, him, I thought the son, little kid was going to die. Yeah, and I was that, convinced that, that kid was gonna we were going to see a fucking little Frankenstein. Yeah. I, I was just convinced of it. But then I was like, <laughs> were they going to show that? And then I was then? like, but the, the point, the, 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 the reason I'm watching these movies is it's the Boris Karloff fucking trilogy of movies, which means he has to be Frankenstein, the, the monster in this movie again. Yeah. But by that stage, wasn't the Hayes? Could, could they show stuff like that under the Hayes Code? But didn't we say it was like the first time Frankenstein's really the bad guy? Well, yeah, and and kind of yeah, they the couldn't kind of nearly one, equate like, himself to God as well. Like in the in the next two, he could he could say that line in the first one, but he couldn't say it in the in next the two. In the first yeah. and second one, like Frank, the, the monster isn't the bad guy in that fucking story. No, the people around him, the public, it's. <laughs> Do you know what it really fucking equates now? Really fucking is parallel now to, mm. and it was a, it's the perfect time for a Frankenstein movie to come out. Is social media and fucking how people can gang up and fucking attack? It's literally yeah. pitchforks and fucking torches have just turned into fucking hashtags and fucking likes and dislikes and mm. and, and comments and you mm-hmm. know. And, and, it's fucking mental. It's, it's literally the same thing now that I think about it. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. They were, you know, they, people can gang up. I and mean, we've seen it happen to so many, even movies, where like a group, a small group of fans will decide, fuck this movie, they're not doing it the way I want them to do it. And they'll make, you know, make extra it accounts. Issue. And then they'll yeah. fucking, and, and it's this what they say, the loud fucking minority mm-hmm. that are just screaming louder than yeah. the silent majority yeah. who like the fucking movie and aren't bombarding IMDb with bad reviews just because, you know, they want their way. It's childish. And that's kind of what Frank, but I mean, back then, I think it was just more not accepting, you know, people for what they were. Well, I suppose back then they were just like, they accepted nobody. <laughs> but yeah, we read into it a bit too much nowadays but back then I mean they're barely tolerant of the people in the next fucking country over let alone <laughs> the fucking monster from the ground do you know what I did enjoy though in uh, in Son of Frankenstein was the relationship between Son of Frankenstein and, and the cop the gendarme <laughs> the, way, the way they spoke to each other <laughs> uh, funny. Igor was a little shit in that one. Oh, he was an awful little shit in that one. Oh, well, technically, again, maybe you couldn't really blame Frankenstein's monster for being about uh, doing bad stuff in that because he was kind of doing what Igor was telling him, and to him, he was the person who had been taking care of him for fucking. Mm-hmm. I think it was what? What did they say about 13, 14, 15 So it just years highlights his loyalty. So yeah, mm-hmm. that he was, you know, it was basically like a, like an animal. That you know, Igor that he, knew he could be easily manipulated. This, this, he could this, get use him like a dog. To, yeah, this yeah. this person feeds me. This person this person pets me. This person takes care of me when I'm sick. This person, you know, makes sure I'm fucking warm and fed and things. So 
someone comes to fucking try and do something to you, your dog is going to attack that person, like, you know? Yeah. So they're going to try and defend you, like, you know, a pack fucking mentality, and you know, maybe that was kind of what they were playing at there, because Igor is the bad guy in that movie, really. Oh, he is. Yeah. But anyway, we're talking about that because we do have a new one coming. And the star, the Frankenstein, is he, oh, he's Frankenstein's monster. He's not Dr. Yeah, do you remember I said that? And I didn't know, but I was saying it. We saw him on Saturday Night Live where they had him in the, in the date and sketch and he, they had his shoulders bulked up a bit. Yeah. And I, I was like, oh my God, he'd be a good fucking Frankenstein. Next thing, the next day I read it. Now I know it was announced before that, but I genuinely didn't see that. And he, that would be Jacob, what is it? Elordi. Elordi. Elordi, I think. I don't know. Uh, people would know him as the dude from Saltburn. I can't remember what his name was in Saltburn. And Euphoria, apparently. I, I haven't seen that before, but apparently What's that's What's his name he in again? Uh, oh, hang on. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. And here you Felix. Yeah? I think so. It is Felix. It is Felix. Yeah. Yeah, but um, that movie's not as bad as everyone made it out to be. Not at all. I thought it was going to be described. The way you made that bat scene, even the way you told me about that bat scene. I no. was like, I kept saying to you, I was The first time that like, I heard about the bat scene, I read the paragraph for you that I saw. Was it on the Irish Times or something? And I was I like, they're making pre- it out really bad. But the only thing about that bat scene that I don't like is the fucking slurp. I don't mind yeah, but it, but it's that, that noise that it, gets That's why me. I wasn't expecting it. I thought the bat was going to be full and there would literally be like Barry Cohn like at one end of the bat with his mouth open while like this big glob of white cum like uh. came down the bat and into his mouth. You know and the way people were going on about it, it sounded like it was going to be that nasty. Well, yeah, I kind of thought it was going to be like that as well. And to be it honest, was yeah, just, it was just, just him foul. drinking the end of someone's bat water. And it wasn't really... I mean, yeah, it's nasty. It's weird. But it wasn't the most disturbing movie. You know, I don't know. It's just everyone made it out to be a far more sexual movie than it actually Oh, was. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. When we threw it on... I heard it described brilliantly the last day. And it was, uh, I couldn't read when I heard it. It was, uh, I can't remember where I heard it now. Some other podcast described it this way. Uh, it could have been last podcast and left. It could have been Murder Most Irish. It could have been one of them. It was one of the two of them because I was listening to them this week. It was that uh, Saltburn. It was It was definitely last podcast. And if I can hear Henry say it now. Saltburn <laughs> is uh, Cruel Intention with bo- cruel intentions with boys. I don't think I've seen Cruel Intentions. You haven't seen Cruel Intentions? Don't Sarah Michelle Gellar? Yeah. Oh, I've seen Cruel Intentions. Yeah, but that's what you like. It's Cruel yeah. Intentions with boys. <laughs> that's how he described it. And I was like, that, that, that's what it is. Yeah. That's what the fucking movie is. It's Cruel Intentions with a boy. <laughs> I think it's a great little movie. Huh? I think it's a great little oh, movie. Oh, it's I cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the pain. And I, I like that. Mm-hmm. I kind of started to click near, uh, near about the middle. Of what was kind of not to the degree of what happened but where it was going it did but you know what kept bringing me back out of it and I was kind of like uh, do you know like he, that phone call just made him seem do you know, do you know where he, where yeah, he, he answers movie, to no, let's like not give away too much yeah. because I know we, we do a lot of spoilership yeah. because that's our kind of game is you know we're going to tell you a story but this these episodes not so much so I don't want to spoil it it is a new enough movie and according to your logic last week, 10 years, Amy, we got to wait 10 years before we can spoil it <laughs> live on it. <sighs> but it, it's a cool movie. It is. It's, it's got a cool ending. It's it's decent. Yeah. yeah. One spoiler. The very last scene is Barry Cohen dancing around with his dick flapping all over Pretty the place. Pretty sure everybody knows that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Exactly. A secret. 
I was waiting for I was like trying to work out where that was going to fit in after you had said it to me. And I was like, I didn't realize it was going to be the last scene. <laughs> so it was like, I'm watching it. And I'm seeing this like real stuck up butler kind of stalking Barry going around the place. And I was like, well, when's he going to get a chance to dance on butter on balls fucking naked? And then there's that party scene at the end. I was like, this must be it. This is the only chance. There's like 15 minutes left in the fucking movie. He's got a fucking... But it's a perfect reason. And because it might be like genuinely, oh, yeah, if yeah, we yeah. had that house and we well, had well, no once, kids, once, what would we be doing? I mean, I like, fucking clicked completely yeah. what was going on yeah like like when he's in the office with the father and he's talking and i understood it completely what was about to go down then i knew i was like well he ends with him dancing around that fucking place mm, like, yeah you know. yeah but uh, yeah we won't give too much well we won't get too far into it but when is this new frankenstein coming out he does you know looking at a picture of him though i can see how he he done up properly and i hope they do it better i, I know you like it but i i'm not a big fan i, I look i'll watch it again maybe it's just my uh, maybe i'm just easily since. pleased but i love the robert de niro that's what i want to say i mean i haven't seen it since i was no i i did i watched it with you very early on when we were going up i had seen I it before it. that but well, we did watch it one Halloween, myself and you. Uh, I mean, this must have been like eight, year, eight, nine years ago. Like Every time you remember movies that I picked at Halloween, you look like you'd be, you've got a pained face. <laughs> <laughs> and like I've said before, Amy loves picking out these period <laughs> dramas that I have no idea half the time what they're talking about or what they're saying. And she would be ratting and raving about how great this movie is and how much she couldn't wait to watch this movie. They're not and all period be, dramas. And she'd be sitting up ready to watch the movie. She'd be like, you ready? This is going to be great. And then like maybe five eight minutes into the movie, I'd turn around to ask her a question about what's going on. And it'd be like, <sighs> like, fuck. And then I'm stuck there watching this period fucking piece for like two fucking two and a half hours or whatever it is. When was the last time was, that even happened? Nah. Uh, that that's happened with horror movies that we've watched lately. But like, I was about to say, I can rem- I, I can't remember what the movie was, but I do remember lately you turning around after the movie and just going, "I'm sorry, <laughs> look, I'm sorry." I thought it was something completely different. <laughs> I can't remember what it was, but I just remember you being. Was like, it talk to me? Because I know that I liked talk to me. That was a good movie. What the fuck was it? I don't know, but I remember you started just apologizing afterwards. I was like. Fine. You did the same thing as well when uh, you put on the favorite. Oh, I knew 10 minutes into the movie, I was like, he is absolutely not. This isn't. It, 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 there I have is no not. idea what yeah. happened in that movie. Not a fucking notion. I know there was some lesbian stuff going on somewhere, but I have no idea. It's loosely based on like real facts. Like, I don't pay attention to real facts most of the time. Okay. I kind of like that. I, I've always kind of had this thing of burying my head in the sand when it comes to uh, news. I just, I, 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 I always, I, it's always so depressing. It's just easier to not listen to it. And I know now I can't do that anymore. You I, gotta I, I do got it. To, it was like somewhere in my, I'm like, I'm 36 now, so that is my mid 30s, but like the start of my mid 30s. And I suddenly started to realize that it was after COVID. And I started mm-hmm. to kind of fucking realize it was like, shit, all this stuff that happens in the world does actually fucking oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And it does have a knock-on effect. Mm-hmm. And then when I got oh, sucked into watching, like, because I was off at the time and the Ukraine stuff kicked off, and I got sucked into watching that. 
And I mean, like, there was a good two or three weeks where all I watched was CNN and see what was going on there. Mm-hmm. And then seeing the knock-on effect that has on everything that fucking happens in the world and the prices of everything and fucking yeah. the extra stress it puts on the fucking world. And then you, you look at the fucking stuff with Trump over there. I mean, when those elections were happening, I was hooked on them and the effect that had on everything. Yeah. And, you know, and then there's all that other stuff going on that I'm afraid to talk about. And it's the, I had to look up the whole Jerusalem Palestine thing. Uh, it, it, historically, you can understand both sides. No, I'm not no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not going to get into it. Historically, you can understand why both mm-hmm. of them feel like you mm-hmm. know fucking slighted. But fucking uh, talk about a handling situation badly <laughs> over a very long period of time. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think any situation where anyone that's not wearing army clothes is, get, is getting killed is a bad situation. That's all I would say about it. I won't get into detail about it, but anytime someone who is a fucking regular civilian is getting killed or mass killed, because I said that to you that about me listening to the stuff about the Troubles, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know, for years growing up, you're kind of taught that the, the IRA and all that stuff was good and, and you're to follow that and all that. And I understand it again to that side of things. But when you hear about the amount of civilian casualties that happen in the North, mm-hmm. it's like, that's too fucking it's much. It's too much. That well, shouldn't yeah, happen. One is too in this day and age, at this point, nobody... Oh, if you are enlisting yourself in the army to be a fucking soldier and a warrior, go for it. Yeah. But outside that, I told you we should just go back to old rules. What? Two people have a beef. If two countries have a beef or two fucking factions, have a beef, we take we take five hundred of their best men and five hundred of the other best men. We give them shields, swords, knives. Go in there, fight it out, get it over with. Why don't you want to take the women? Well, well they can go in too. Whatever. <laughs> I'm just saying. That instead of innocent people getting killed, just put it on a battlefield. Have a specific battlefield and do what you have to do. You shouldn't have to do it at all anymore. Just fucking sit down and talk. Everyone, like fucking just pay friends. Yeah, that's it. There's enough world there for all of us, isn't there? Yep. We're fitting in, just about. I wouldn't Worst mind becoming a mar person if I had to. Doing Japan, or the Japanese do, and we'll just all be in those tiny little fucking... No, I get claustrophobic when I see them. I couldn't, absolutely couldn't. I'd, li- I can't, I'd like to go to Japan. I'd like to see Japan. I could not live in Japan. I could stay in one of those little pod hotels where you should just slip into your bed, like, and like you'd be like, they're like, like a wall of bunk beds. And wow, like you lie in the like wall. sleeping in an MRI machine. Yeah, basically. <laughs> basically. Yeah, no, yeah. thank you. I'd, I'd, I'd do that, but I wouldn't live in one of the tiny apartments. If it was like a two-night thing, but I'm like out of the crack of dawn, like one oh, around. Oh, I don't know. So, yeah, 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 I suppose so, yeah. I, then yeah, what I happens if the roof off. collapses? And then you're like in the middle of all that. What? Like you just become like a Squash. fucking sandwich? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'd need to know what the rate of earthquakes in Japan were first. Do you know what would be worse, Amy? You go over there and you you think you're getting one of these little pods. It'd be like The Simpsons. Oh, was it The Simpsons or was it... Uh... No, it was King of the Hill. Do you remember they go, they go to Japan because um, Hank has a half-brother? Oh, yeah. And, and they go there and they stay in this little, little tiny fucking uh, room for fucking like a week. Yeah. And then suddenly they realize that they were... Because they thought, you know, the Japanese Oh, story, no. And they, they uh, <laughs> were just basically <laughs> sitting in the like entry hall to their fucking room and they had like this huge suite 
<laughs> you wouldn't question it either, would you? the wall across and they would have had the suit. Well, yeah, I've always wondered that because they all look the same, the, the walls. So I'm like, how do you know which one's a wall and which one's a door? Or do all your walls just slide? And are all your doors <laughs> just walls? Like? I think that's awesome. I, I was watching a video the last day, right? And it says nothing to do with anything. <laughs> but uh, the this guy was uh, just a stupid video I saw, and he had like uh, he's like his bedside locker mm. pushed into the corner, but he painted the bedside locker to completely camouflage and blend in with the corner of the room. And did that? Like man, oh yeah, one hundred percent. Like even down to drawing this, like, painting the skirting boards onto it at the right dimensions. Painting the crease of the wall in the right dimensions. It was fucking amazing. You wouldn't, you would, you would not see this thing if you walked into a room. So he wanted to use it, but didn't want anybody to see it. Yeah. Wonder if we could paint our TV like that. How are you gonna watch your TV then? On the back. <laughs> On the back. <laughs> oh Christ! So when is this new fucking Frankenstein coming? And who's making it? Guillermo del Toro. Oh, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's coming to Netflix, so we'll get that shit pretty quick. And this is Mia Goth is in it as well. So I have no idea. What? Mia Goth is in it as well. I presume she's she Frank, Frankenstein's bride. As the bride. bride. Yeah. Oh, that is good casting. I love her. I, I, I am really fucked. I mean, like, when I first saw her in X for the first, mm. like, 10 seconds, I was like, oh, yeah, I don't like her face. And then, and then I was like, I love her face. She's awesome. She's got to, I don't know. Pearl, especially, she's got. She's very fucking. Which would that's the first one in part, yeah, yeah. But um, obviously, she's made look a lot rougher in fucking X. I mean, that was the whole point of it, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. But yeah, her and Jen Ortega, I think, are taking over as the Scream Queens, the future Scream Queens, the, the new generation coming up mm-hmm. of what seems to be a big fucking rise up of horror and slashers again. To be honest, yeah, true. You know, it did kind of die. It was like it was big in the fucking what sixties, early seventies, in the eighties. It was huge. Nineties ripped the shit out of it, like kind of tore the whole yeah, lot of it and just yeah. made, made it a bit of a laughing stock. The two thousands didn't do much fucking better. Started to try and make it better in the, in the like twenty tens, but then it just was remake, 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 and now it's like they've finally kind of gotten. I think do you know how Scream call it the whole the requel kind of thing. Yeah. I think they finally cracked it with that. Cracked it's like, we need a little bit of the old and we need a little bit of new mm-hmm. and then we need to like start pushing the new talent up and oh, start yeah, yeah. knocking off the old ones one by one Definitely. as we go along. Star Wars did it first. I mean, you know, with fucking uh, Force Awakens, bye-bye Han Solo. Fucking mm-hmm. the, the Last Jedi, bye-bye Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Fucking unintentionally. The Rise of Skywalker by Leia. Uh-huh, I yeah. don't think she was supposed no, to die in that no, movie I don't at all. Think so. <laughs> she was supposed to have a way Maybe bigger because part. Because she died in real life, Josh. I know, but Amy, I am telling you now, and you know I don't complain much about Star Wars, but the more I see it, her in that movie is on the level of bad that Tony Soprano's fucking mother was in fucking Sopranos after she died. She has so little dialogue, and the dialogue is so fucking. Um, but it was, ma- it was but it, that was because it was taken from other dialogue, wasn't it? So I know that, but it was just it was terrible. 
It was just, it was almost like she was, you knew she wasn't there. You knew it was fucking CJ. It, it was like the South Park episode where they had to kill off Chef. Why though? Because Peter Cushing, he, his oh, he one was just, that fooled on. me. That fooled me, if I mean. <laughs> I spent the whole of, the, of that movie looking at him going, there's something fucking wrong with him. Yeah. What the fuck is it? I mm. just can't get it. What is it? Mm. And I was like, hey, he looks familiar to fuck. He looks like the guy from the first one. But and no you're way. like, it's the original actor. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, he looks so much like Peter Cushing. Yeah. I was like, he was, obviously he's dead. Could like, be. He in this movie. And it was only when Princess Leia was in it at the end and I was like, well that's fucking fake. I was like, oh, I was like, holy shit! kind <laughs> <laughs> of uh, But, uh, yeah, so why the fuck couldn't they just do that? And I wouldn't mind they had her in a fucking other sequence in that movie where she was fucking young Leia as well. Do you remember she was, um, Luke showed uh, her and him training. And it's fucking her oh, Luke yeah. back in Jedi, Return of the Jedi fucking era. Yeah. And there she is fucking... So why couldn't they have just done that? Did they run out of money? It would have just been better for even her own legacy, her own ending. You know, keep what you could of what you had that was real, you know, was genuine. Mm. But add in some bits, like, you know, give her a bit more of a fuller story in the end. Yeah, yeah. You know? And she deserved that. Yeah, well, you know, look, they still got her in there. And, it and her last movie. movie only came out there in the last few weeks. Yeah, mm. I thought, I thought fucking that was. The Jedi no, or fucking it's, um, was remember I was showing you. Remember, it's, oh, what's it called? Every time I say member, I sound like a freaking member. Um, and funny, all this talk brings us right back around to the exorcist. What's her name again? Oh, Carrie Fisher. Why does oh because she looks yeah. like fucking we Regan up, with the head Carrie off. Fisher and her mother were um were in the running to play Chris and Regan McNeith. Okay. And we were saying that the fucking Linda Blair in the not not so much in the first Exorcist but in Exorcist Two mm. is the head off of fucking Carrie Fisher because that's when we clicked the two of us. Can you believe she's dead? No, seven years. Yeah. Coming up in eight years. Is that not crazy? Yeah. Where's this this movie? I swear to God, I... this. How could a new movie be coming out with her in it seven years later? Here we go. Wonder Well, released 2023. No, I didn't dream it. Oh, so this is one of those movies that was just kind of sitting there for fucking years and years and years and years. Is this like fucking Toxic Avenger? I don't know, because Rita Ora is in it. Fucking Toxic Avenger. You hear this, Kaufman? I'm talking to you. Get that fucking movie out of us. Troma are fucking making uh, all their movies 4K now. Yeah? Yeah. Cool. But they still have not found a distributor for Toxic Avenger with Peter Dinklage as the Toxic yeah, Avenger. I Elijah, that. You saw the pictures. Elijah Wood looks fucking badass mm-hmm. with a fucking bag. He kind of looks it. like watch, uh, the Penguin. He looks like a mixture of Danny DeVito's penguin and uh, the penguin from Gotham. Yeah. Like a fucking perfect. And add in a little chop top and your man from fucking um, the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Dr. Frankenstein? No, 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 no. no, no, no. Oh, Riff Yeah, that's it. It's like all them mixed into one. Yeah, I can see that. I can't wait for that movie. We're going to have to like try and get into one of these big film festivals so they let us see it. 
wonder why it's been shown again. It's the only place it's been shown so far. Hey, the jingle, did the Jingle Film Festival have I don't think they have. <laughs> they had Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Maybe. Oh, no, I can't. Uh, would there be famous people at that thing? I don't think it's on anymore is the point I'm making. I think oh, that's right, over okay. and done with. Because if Peter Dinklage was there and he heard our podcast, he might give me a kick in the shin for my fun size comments. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll leave it. 